Hi, what's happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday. Today is the 11th, January 11th, 1-11. Those are some, uh, some good numbers, some lucky numbers. Uh, what's going on? How are you on a hump day? On today's show, uh, for those who have been you know, listening for a little bit, uh, we're doing a new lineup, new weekly lineup. So Wednesdays, it's going to be interviews, roundtable. I'm just going to have other people come on, whether it's other sports bettors, bookmakers, you know, uh, today we're going to play it back actually kind of a round table I had with another Woos Media podcast. This is a part of a podcast group called Woos Media. Um, and I went on their show and they asked a bunch of questions and I thought it would be really applicable because I'm sure it's a lot of the same questions that you might have about sports betting approaches, just things like that. So we're going to replay that back today. And uh, just so you know, the podcast is called the Red Rock Sports Podcast. It's more of a local podcast for Colorado, but they don't hit many local things there. So it's all applicable. And uh, we'll replay that back here in a second. Remember, if you want to bet VIG free, check out betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. They've gotten rid of the VIG, gotten rid of the minus 110 to let you you win more money. When you're signing up, put in promo code SBD. That's going to get you a free 20 bucks. You don't even have to deposit anything. They'll give you a free 20 bucks upon signing up. Betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, play back the uh, little round table we had, talk some sports betting, and we'll come back and wrap things up after that. Okay, we got Tyler Walgie back. We're going to refocus the conversation yes. back to sports betting. Uh, Nick, I know you had a question you wanted to ask Tyler regarding some uh, buying points, right? Well, no. My main question is we all like to do this. We all like to buy points, a tease. We like to tease mm. our bets. Nuggets, minus three and a half. Take it down to one and a half. Let's go ahead and parlay that. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, 23 points is the, is the <laughs> minus 110. Why would I not take it down to 20? Yeah. Why would I not do that? So yeah. that's the main question. I think everybody likes to tease because it's it's the guaranteed well, payout. That's my that's well, my question. Nick's the biggest well, tease. Look, stop. <laughs> with, with, with teasing and buying points in general, it's not a good idea for this very reason. They just charge a little more than it's worth. So I actually have a chart of what in the NFL I would buy per point or per half point, and it's always like let's say I want to buy from, uh, you know, like a like a six and a half to a six. It should be worth about, you know, seven and a half cents, maybe eight cents. They charge 10 to 15 cents. So it's not worth it. It's the same exact thing. The sports betting all comes down to what's it worth? What are you going to pay for it? And if you walk into a grocery store and they don't have any, and you really, really want like a candy bar and they've got one Reese's left and they say, yeah, we'll, we'll you know, we'll sell it to you for five bucks. It's up to you if you want to pay $5 for the last Reese's Totally left. worth it. Totally right? worth so, it. So some people may say, yes. The, the job of sports better is to look at the price and say, is this outrageous? Yes or no? And if the answer is yes, you don't pay for it. So it's it comes down to, are they charging the right price? They usually charge way too much. Teasers, by the way, I'll give you a time. If you want to make teasers, I'll Tomorrow. give you a time where you can make teasers all the time. No worries. Sportsbooks will let you do this. Tonight. And you can make a profit and make a living doing this. It's called a Wong teaser because the guy who invented this a long time ago is Andrew Wong. So- if you get a home underdog of two and a half and tease them up to eight and a half on a six-point teaser. And this would be specific to football. Specific to the NFL. NFL. To the NFL, yeah. To the NFL. You get a home underdog of eight and a half, tease them to two and a half. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, plus two and a half to plus eight and a half. That's beneficial. 
Because you're crossing both touchdown and field goal. Exactly. See, Jared, that's what I'm you learning. Picked this up. I'm learning. It's it's because you're crossing both the key numbers of seven and three. They're not charging any more or less, and so that's one time where you can always, no matter what profit making a teaser. So that's how you should think about teasers. Can you move through key numbers to get what you're looking for? The other reason with teasers that you want to make bets, and Nick, look for this. If you get teams, like let's say you get a team that's minus uh, six and a half, and you see it going up and up in the market, and they're not changing it to minus seven, but instead a sportsbook is changing it to six and a half at minus 120. Six and a half minus 125, right? You see this a lot because they don't want, want exposure. Well, what now what you can do is they won't mark up for that price. If you have six and a half minus 125, they treat it like it's, it's six and a half minus 110. So you can now tease down to minus a half with another game and get extra value because the market says it should, it should be minus 125, yet they're treating it like it's a minus 110 proposition. Little things here or there. That's how you make a living doing this, right? You don't make a living just like picking winners, sitting on the couch, and watching the games. You make a living understanding the little nuances and how to beat the market and the market inefficiencies, and that's how this all works. So, Nick, don't ever buy points. It's not ever worth it. I always buy points. Disagree. I know you do. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so you've always steered me away from parlays. Not always. Most part, you steer me away from parlays. Most experts will. But every now and then, you'll throw out a parlay on your quick picks. Where is there a is there a thought process? Is there a reason where you tie the parlays together? Why you would bet it as a parlay versus individual bets? So when there's a parlay, you have to understand the math of a parlay. People think parlays give you extra value. There's extra incentive. They pay you more for making a parlay. That doesn't happen. All a parlay does is it rolls over your winnings from one bet into another bet. Right, so, right, so you're basically letting it ride. You're, exactly, you're taking all your winnings from the first you're, game, putting them all on the second game, and et cetera. You're giving the house, the sportsbook permission to let your money ride. That's all you're doing. The, people think, on average, you're making more money for parlays. So that's my whole thing. Is Let's say you make a $20 parlay to make 1000 You guys do that ever? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, what? That, that, that's, it. that's I've like, done it before. <laughs> unfortunately, that I live a little too much on the, the twenty dollars parlay. Okay. So let's say you make a twenty dollars parlay to win a thousand. What people don't realize is that every win you have in the parlay matters. So a lot of people say, "Yeah, I went. I have an eighteen parlay. I'm seven and zero. If I lose the eighth game, who cares? Lost twenty bucks." I only bet 20 in the parlay. That's not true. Those first seven games matter. You're rolling your winnings over every time. So it's about volume, right? So I say parlays aren't bad. They're fine as long as you know what you're doing. But a lot of people just make these parlays saying, I don't want to risk a lot. I'm going to risk $10. And I'm going to make a four-team NFL parlay, a lot of favorites, and let's hope to win 100. But by the end of the game, let's say you take all these NFL favorites minus 300, Okay. By the la- and, 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 and four minus 300s doesn't pay well, so you may end up taking five or six. So let's say you're 5-0, and oh, waiting for Sunday night football, your sixth game in a 16 parlay. What's now going on? If you have a $10 parlay to win 100, you now have like an $80 bet to win 20 on the last game. You're telling me you wouldn't cash that out and take the money? Most people would. Okay, so that's the issue is it's like, why make the parlay in the first place? Or they may say, no, there's a cash-out feature. I have DraftKings, BetMGM. I'll just cash that yeah, on there. They're never cashing out what, but what here's you the thing. Won. 
they they diminish it. They're right. going to pay you. Right. They want you to cash so out. They That's want you absolutely to cash what out. they want so to So let's do, right? say in this scenario, you're on leg five of six, waiting for the last game. You want to cash out. You should make eighty dollars because your bet now, theoretically, in the sportsbook is eighty to win twenty, collect your hundred. They're not going to pay eighty. They're going to pay fifty-seven dollars and fifty cents. So yeah, you may cash and say. Who cares, Tyler? I, I made $37. I'm not pissed about it. But if you make a habit of that, that's just horrible money management. That's 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 exactly it's the American what you're way. You're you're doing mm. things that aren't beneficial to your to your pot to, to, to your wallet. So it's not good. I know I'll just add, I know one instance, because we've we've talked a little bit about this before. One instance that you have always supported a a big, massive high odds parlay is on those free bets if you can. You well, always have, bets, you've yeah. always told me, hey, if you get a five dollar free bet and you are allowed to put it on some sort of like eight leg parlay, whatever, go nuts with it. Like that's well, when you should do that, it. You know, everything that I do comes down to math, and that comes down to a an idea called expected value. So if you look at EV, which is easily calculated, anyone out there listening right now can type in expected value to Google. Look in, look up EV. That's what free bets come down to. When they give you a free bet. Here's the thing. You don't make the money back for the bet that you've placed. It's a very tricky situation. Sportsbooks know. Like, sportsbooks know how to use math. By the way, listen Tuesdays. Today we did a very interesting show on my on my show, Sports Betting Daily. Very interesting, like, how math has worked into this stuff, right? So, Connor, what did you think? Like, so my, like how, how would you have used it? Like in the past, how would I have used a free bet in the past? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before we talked about this, I'm sorry. For oh, before I'm sorry. Before we talked about this, yeah. Well, what did you uh, think? So of, what, what did I, you think what I had, thought, what I had yeah. thought, just off of whatever I, you know, my ignorant viewpoint was, I should go use that free bet for like the most sure thing bet that I can find, like even if it's a minus two fifty or whatever, because like I'm gonna get some of my money back. Jared, how do you use your free bets? Uh, yeah, they I mean, give you fifty free dollars or ten free dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take something where it feels like a, a lock, right? That's the the term you always hate me using. Uh, so, <laughs> how do you use free bets? I take the highest possible payout. So that's what you should do. Yeah, so, no. she's doing so that's what I do now. After right, talking so to so you let's about get back this. to that. Okay, so it's called, I literally it's called expected value, and what you want to do is maximize your return because you're really not risking risking anything yourself. Right. So if the EV increases with every big bet you make, that's a good thing. Now here's the here's the here's the fine line there. You don't just want to make these like big bets because not all bets are created equal. So if you get a 10 to 1 bet and over here or you find a 10 to 1 bet over there, in my opinion, those 10 to 1s are really different. So you don't just blindly make these huge bets. You want to be strategic. But what you do is what what producer Soap said. Essentially, I know this is a weird phrase. You go for broke. You make a big bet. Try and hit big because it's a free bet. Now, you don't want to look at it as free money. I'm already broke. Or anything like that. <laughs> Joke's on the house. <laughs> we don't want to get in the money. We don't want to get in the habit of like looking at money that way. But if they give you a $10 bet... Hit, you know, I, I wouldn't make a five-team parlay. What I would do is, is like a, uh, I would not also do a first touchdown score. I oh, would, I love those. I would go so to good. like a Premier League game, like a Premier League soccer. And if you get an underdog that's going to keep it close at home, in Premier League, they do tie home away. It's a three-team, three-way underline. You can often get a good home underdog for like plus 300 that has a good chance of winning. That's the stuff I like to do, right? Um, or watch a game live. That's a really, really good chance. I hit a bet. I'm not gonna. Okay, not a little, little brag, little brag. The other night in the in the Green Bay game, you're watching, you're seeing the game plan. They're targeting Al Lazard 
over and over and over and over. Third quarter, end of the third quarter, fourth quarter comes. Green Bay is down. They need a touchdown. They're getting in the red zone. Up pops on DraftKings, net touchdown scorer. And they have three running backs, a tight end ahead of him. I'm going, how does Lazard not have value here? So that's another way you can spend those bets. Live. I know Nick likes to touch them bets. Live touchdown, I saw value there. So live betting is another way to do that stuff. So, all right, we got one or two more or what? Yeah, speaking of live betting, this is this is where I like make a living in live betting. And it when I say make a living, make I a lose living. most I of my say. money by live I betting. Lose my Help me out yes. here. I, you know, that's something that I don't hear a lot of experts talk about live betting. Do you stay away from a lot of live betting? No, or no. do you have some advice for me for live betting? Well, I don't have a lot of advice okay. for you because the well, at least the way Because I I'm a lost cause. I know. I know. <laughs> at I least know. not that you can <laughs> condense down into this like it's but, less but I know you've talked with me before, Tyler, about how live betting presents an opportunity with potentially weaker markets. All the right? time. So. Yeah. I would say about 60% of my bets, if not 65% are live bets. I do a ton of live work. The key with a live bet is the sa- it's the same exact approach as a bet before the game. What does your outcome say? What does your percentage say? And what are what does the market say? And what I do for my prediction process, people think the more you know about sports, the better you're going to be predicting sports. That's wrong. What I think is the more you know about probability, statistics, the, the, the prediction process, the better you'll be at this stuff. I think predicting sports is very much like predicting the stock market or predicting the weather or predicting if a 35-year-old male will get in an accident as an insurance company. Right, they have to predict these things. That's how they come up with insurance rates, like a risk adjuster. All of yeah, <laughs> exactly, a, a, an actuary. All of these people are doing the exact same thing I'm doing. I'm just using it for football. So, to me, it's about the prediction process and the development of how you get there. And and, and my answer to your question, I know I kind of yeah, went yeah, off on no, a tangent no, no, there. Yeah, it is. But that, but that to me is is how I do everything I do. It's less about. Look at the the, the Green Bay. This is a good team playing a bad team. It's, a, it's it's more about just give me their stats, give me their data. I take data from all these different sites, right? And I do what I do with it. And I say based on all of this, I don't give a damn what their team name is or what they're doing. I take the stats. It gives me an output, and there we go. One of the things that I I find a lot when you find a, a heavy favorite early on goes down goes down a score. You've said this before. Yeah. And it's like, boom, now this line just moved. Now my nine and a half point favorite or ten and a half point favorite, now it's a three and a half. And they haven't even touched the ball yet. Or maybe they had one three and out. They gave us a score, maybe gave okay. up a field goal. So so what you're saying here, just to clarify, is if you bet a favorite, they go down, you see value now because they're cheaper than they were pregame. Exactly. This is really an interesting approach and idea because that all matters on how those points were scored. Let's say you have an under let's say you, you like a favorite, but they're minus seven and a half. You don't want seven and a half. That's a risky number. You want to wait. And let's say the opposition gets the ball and runs the and, and runs the opening touchdown or runs the opening kickoff for a touchdown. It's like, come on, that's a little lucky, right? Fluky, we can all chuck yes. that up. It's a luck, fluke. Naturally the price is going to come down. Now you've got value. Okay, my opinion, that's like, let's jump on. But if you kick off, it goes out of bounds for a touchback, and they manufacture a drive looking amazing. You go, oh shit, they look really good. Then it's maybe not the time to bet. So how those points are scored matters so much. So that's why live betting matters. You watch the game, see what's going on. If you're watching hockey and somebody chips it in from mid-ice and it like goes to the goalie's legs, and then they get a power play goal, they're up to nothing. 
are they really up to nothing in the point of statistics or can we find some value because the market says well we're going to price this like it's up to nothing like any other game so watching live and reacting on how points are scored is really important in live betting hmm. All right. Anyone else got anything else we want to throw at Tyler? Nada. All right, Tyler, thank you so much for joining us. All right, hope you all enjoyed that. Hope you got something out of that. It was fun. Talk a little sports betting with uh, another podcast from Woos Media. And, and, you know, these roundtable shows on Wednesdays, it's going to be different. A little bit of everything. So I thought that was a nice way to start the year on a Wednesday. All right, that does for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports.